Hi, I'm Dr. Tim Weir, and I gotta tell you, I love life. But when I'm not being a husband, a father, a grandfather, an author, or a practicing chiropractor, I'm the host of the television show, Loving Life with Dr. Tim Weir. I love to cook. I love to travel. I like to spend time with people who do what they love and love what they do. Join me and Elvis for the next 30 minutes as we help you discover how to love life. Hey, welcome to another episode of Loving Life. Uh, one of the favorite things that we do as a family is travel. And so the next uh, 30 minutes, you're gonna be joining the Weir family as we uh, travel to Florida. We're gonna go on a cruise. You're gonna see a whole bunch of stuff. You don't wanna miss this episode. We're just gonna have a blast. Listen. When the Weir family travels, it's a, I'm, there's 12 of us. So it takes, we, like when we go somewhere, we gotta get a 15 passenger van, we rent it, we go different places. Uh, just going through the airport takes a long time. We get to, to uh, RDU and we gotta go through security, gotta go through all that kind of stuff, carrying cameras and all that kind of uh, paraphernalia. It's just kind of a weird thing, but we always make it. I have this thing, I don't, it's probably just me. You might be like this, I don't know, but I cannot stand getting to the airport at the last minute. I'd rather get there three hours early and spend time having some coffee or having breakfast or whatever, but I hate to get rushed in the airport going through security. So when we got there, we, we had a little time to burn, but uh, we always do fine. So we got to RDU, we flew into uh, Fort Lauderdale. Don't fly down the day of your cruise. You never know what's gonna happen with weather. You don't know what's gonna happen uh, with all kinds of variables. Get there a day early. Spend a night in a hotel, and then you get up the next morning, have breakfast, and then you go on, get on your cruise ship. This is the first time that we have cruised with Royal Caribbean, huge. I'm talking huge ship. Uh, they go by uh, tons. You get on these ships and it's like overwhelming. I mean, they're gorgeous, gorgeous things. So we get ready to go. We're going on the independence of the seas. This was 160,000 tons. I'm telling you, it is like a small town that's floating in the middle of the ocean. When we first, and it takes quite a bit for us to, because we travel so much to get us a wow factor, if you know what I mean. So you walk in place and you go, oh wow, look at this. This ship was a wow factor. As we stepped into it, it was, it, 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 it isn't just an, what they call an atrium on a ship. It was like a little downtown area. It was like a main street of a downtown. Huge, it must've been, 10 floors tall or something like that. And shops along the side, little restaurants, little cafes on a cruise ship. There's trees in the middle. And actually there's a little car, I forget what, I think it was called a Morgan car, just a little cute British sports car, sitting right in the middle of the street. I'm telling you, you're just like on a street. One thing that's really important to us is food. <laughs> you can eat as much as you want when you go on there. I actually am pretty proud of myself. I went this time and I didn't gain any weight. I was, I was real picky about what I ate. 
But anyway, you can go and they bring you a, a, at, uh, well, let's start with breakfast. They have gluten-free. How amazing is that? That's hard enough to find on land. Here's a huge cruise ship and they do gluten-free. They got gluten-free pancakes, gluten-free waffles, gluten-free bread, gluten-free pastries, gluten-free. Uh, it just blew me away. I, did, I, I just wasn't expecting that. In fact, it's a whole section of a buffet that's a gluten-free corner. And uh, so we spent a lot of time in the gluten-free area. Wonderful, wonderful. So you can do that for breakfast or you can go to the main dining room. So then there's lunch. You go to lunch, you can either do, again, the big buffet, and every day it kind of changes. It's, uh, I think one night it was like uh, Chinese food and, and then they got roast and all that kind of other stuff. Or you can go to the main street of downtown on the ship and there's a big pizza parlor there. You go through, order whatever pizza you want. They have gluten-free pizza. And then at night, same thing. You can go do the buffet or you can go have pizza or you can go to the sandwich shop or you can go to the main dining room. Just amazing service. So if you want to be pampered, it's the thing to do. As you know, there's 12 of us. There's my wife and I, my two daughters, their husbands, their two children, which we have four grandchildren, and then I have two sons. So when we go, we're always looking at what, do we, not just for us, because we know kind of what we like, but what would the grandkids want to do or what would our kids want to do? That's the great thing about a cruise, is that you don't have to sit down and, you know, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. There's a plethora of choices that you can make. So one of those choices on this particular cruise ship is the flow rider. You can go surfing on this constant flow of water, but you don't move, but the water flows underneath you. Weird concept, but I mean, it's, it's really cool. The grandkids did it. My son Alan did it and absolutely loved it. They would, they get you on there for a while. You get a certain amount of time. If you don't make it in time, I mean, if you wipe out and people wiped out. Don't change the channel we'll be coming right back hey welcome back to this episode of loving life as you remember we're on our we're traveling fun time show i'm telling you we know how to have fun well we just had the time of our life we loved it it was a very short trip but then we we went from we left fort lauderdale you go down the side of florida go past miami go between Cuba and the Keys. And then we went into Cozumel, Mexico. We found this place down in Cozumel, Mexico, probably five, six years ago. Out in the ocean are some play, they're like inflatable rafts and slides and, 
oh my goodness, our kids just, they went crazy over this. As they were doing that, I rented snorkel gear. So when you, you get to these places that you kind of like, you just go back. If, for example, if you're on another cruise and you go to Cozumel, we always go back to that, to that place. Now, here's a little clue for you. Sometimes what'll happen is that if you go on a cruise or something like that, you, you, you have this absolutely fabulous time, five, six, seven days, whatever it may be. You come to port usually about 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, and then you gotta get right off the ship. If you get right off the ship and then you leave and you go home, I'm telling you, kind of a bummer. You, you know, you, I don't want, you're gonna have a lot of that. Have all the kids go, I don't wanna leave, I don't wanna go. And then, then you realize you're saying that yourself. Here's what I recommend for you. Go on a little bit shorter cruise, spend some time on that cruise, but then give yourself a couple of days wherever you're going to be and spend a little money and stay there or in that area and see some great sights. So here's what we did. We got off the ship, got our 15 passenger van, and we went to the Sawgrass Recreational Park. You're in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, that whole area, you're right on the Everglades. Well, I'd seen the Everglades for years on TV and uh, never been. So we decided to go this year. I I'm telling you, it, it is really, really cool. So here we are. There's big, and you've seen them on TV before, those big uh, airboats with a big propeller behind you that takes you over the Everglades. And something that I didn't realize before that the Everglades is not a marsh, it's actually a flowing river. Did you know that? I didn't know that. So here's this river of water that's always constantly flowing with all these reeds and everything. So that's really cool. You're bumping through all this stuff and then all of a sudden the boat driver stops. And I'm looking around, I'm thinking, what in the world is he doing? Well, as I'm sitting here, like this table here, I'd be sitting right on the top of that table. Here's the top of the table, here's the water right here. I'm telling you about that far down and there's water right there.
sitting there. I look down right here, right about that far from my, is about a eight, 10 foot alligator. Right here. No fence, no bars, nothing here. Right there he's sitting. And I, I don't know, they might be paid actors. I don't know, because he just, he just sat there for a minute, looked up at us, and then kind of went off to his own. Well, as we sat there, you began to see, there's another one right there, there's another one right there. There's, we're right in their play yard. really cool thing to do. Not that expensive. So um, take the family and, and do that. Sawgrass Recreational Park. It's right out of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, took us maybe 20 minutes to get there from the cruise ship. But it's one of those things that you can do and you're going to enjoy it. Your family will enjoy it. Then the, attached to that there's uh, a park where you can, they've got alligators and snakes and crocodiles and all these kind of things. Monkeys I think. It's just a good family fun thing, but it helps prolong your trip just a little bit more. But we didn't stop there. We got a whole lot more coming up. So don't change your channel. I'll be right back with you. So we're back again talking about our family trip to Florida. But one of our favorite things to do there, uh, two things, of course, is we went to Wikiwachi Spring of Live Mermaids. But on the way back, we stopped and saw our friends at Suncoast Primate Center. One of the funniest guys at the Suncoast Primate Center is Pongo, who's a, an orangutan. Just an amazing guy. Huge head, huge hands. I mean, his fingers are like that big around. But he just sits there and he likes the attention. I'll never forget the first time we went, we were taping we were, his cage was right here. We were taping over here. And uh, I think it was when I did the lemur show and I had the lemur on my shoulder. If you've seen that show, you see the lemur pooped all over my shirt. And as he did that, Pongo got crazy. He wanted the attention, started throwing stuff around, making faces, all kinds of stuff. But that's an incredible place to take your family. The kids absolutely loved it. You can see what they're doing to help preserve these animals, to help keep them healthy. Some of these animals had been tested for, a, they were in a test study for diabetes, and they actually had diabetes. And through her care, 
uh, she's been able to take some of these these monkeys, in fact, the chimps and monkeys, and 99% uh, of them she gets off of the insulin. She just feeds them good food. So I want to talk about this, this concept because I've heard you say it a couple of times, and it's really important for people to hear this because I hear people all the time say, well, we shouldn't be caging animals. They should be out in the wild. Well, in a realistic world, maybe that would be okay, but these animals have to be in enclosures. There is no wild. Right, right now, Jane Goodall came to Tampa, Florida last year and said the top four great apes will not make it because the rainforest is being destroyed. Their areas are being depleted. We can blame everything and everybody, but remember, the alligator was going extinct, and in 1970, one person went to Tallahassee and changed that. So. There is no place for these animals to go, so that's a myth. We have nursing homes for people, we need nursing homes sure. for animals. Sure. These are enclosures. They feel valued here. They have caregivers. They feel protected. In the wild, when I studied animals, they're like homeless people, always looking for love, food, shelter, a friend, and not to be killed. So there is no place for these animals to go. If it wasn't for places like this, for $10 you can euthanize a monkey and for $25 you can euthanize a great ape and there's no laws against it. Right now at the federal level we have more animal rights laws than we have for children and we're still losing ground. And animal rights is a billion dollar industry. It's not about, for them it's not about saving animals, it's about making money. And for us it's about saving animals and we need the money. Yeah. So we always believe one person changed our life here in Clearwater, Florida by walking in, by coming many years ago and dropping the first $50,000 check. And at the end of the day, if everybody just does one thing, we can change this. If this has been here for 60 years, we have some animals in here that are living well into their 60s, well into their Amazing. 70s. You won't find ages like that anywhere in the yeah. United States. Yeah. So our people and our animals make the difference. You made a difference by coming today and exposing people. A lot of people don't even know we're here. Yeah. And again, it's not out there in the wild. If it was there, everybody would want to be doing that. And unfortunately, it's like aged animals that have been looked at in other facilities or across the United States and pharmaceutical research companies like these guys, they were all in diabetes research. Who jumps up and says, I want to take 30-year-old monkeys that are on insulin dependent? Right now, they're all off of insulin. We only have one that's borderline. Wow. And we are trying to make that difference. And uh, so that's a um, really, really cool place for you to go. All of these places I'm talking to you about are inexpensive. There's some big parks in Florida, you know, you spend, my God, you spend $100 per person per day to go there. That doesn't include your food and everything else. That's the cool thing about cruises too, by the way. It includes your food, your entertainment, your, your room, Take, it's your trip from here to Mexico and back, and just an unbelievable sunset and sunrise in the morning and at night. It's a great thing to do. So, where are we? January? Now's the time to start planning your cruise for next year. Get on the internet, pull it up. Royal Caribbean, carnival.com. Go to all those places, check out those ships, and I'm telling you, the larger the ship, the less sway there is in the, in the water. So that's an important thing if you have trouble with a little bit of motion sickness. Um, this last one with the independence of the sea, <clears throat> I'm telling you, I didn't feel a thing. It was just like it was occasionally you felt a little something, but I'm telling you, 
it is a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. I'm glad you had this time to visit with me and spend some time with the Weirs. We love what we do. We love life. And here's the key. It's not out there that makes the difference. It's in here. It's in here. That's what makes the difference. I've seen some people who have some magnificent, incredible stuff around them. They hate everything about it. Well, it's not the stuff. It's the stuff in here. That's why they're having such a hard time. So get inside yourself. Begin to love yourself. You know, Jesus said one time, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So you can't love your neighbor until you love yourself. You can't enjoy life without first loving yourself. Don't change the channel. We'll be right back. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Loving Life. Listen, it's all about you finding things around you that absolutely catch your attention and you start loving life too. Join us on Facebook. Go to our website, drtimweir.com. It's all about loving life. Till next time, you keep loving life. I'll see you then. Hey, I'm Dr. Tim Weir. And I'm well, I'm also on Instagram. I do a blog. I'm trying to keep busy keeping you happy. So just, <laughs> all right. Hey, I'm Dr. Tim Weir and you're watching Loving Life. I hope you'll spend, I forget what I said. Hold on, hold on, I'll be right back. I have to get my thoughts together.